Hello, and welcome to episode 94 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today, from 2009, we have Sorority Row. Yes, I decided to do this one. I mean, this was always like in my, you know, kind of list to eventually cover because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously um, it's Sorority Row. But another uh, remake. Uh, it's a remake. And apparently we might be getting a sequel. So talk about sequels. I didn't expect. But so the writer, the writers of this movie are Mr. Josh Stahlberg and Peter Gold. Finger, I think gold, gold <laughs> far. It doesn't matter. So basically, they wrote the last few Saw movies, including Saw X. Okay, so was the first one they wrote Jigsaw? I'm kind of a Jigsaw stan, and I think that movie doesn't deserve the hate it gets. You know, I'm not a big Saw mm-hmm. guy, but Jigsaw's fun. You either get it, you get it, or you don't. Um, I like all the really, Saw. I can't even remember that. I like much. no. I remember that, that. That's like it's the past, but it's also like present day. Like, There's it was. It was different. It felt a little bit more fun, which is yeah. what is lacking in the series for me. So maybe that's why I like that one more because mm-hmm. it's not like the other ones. I, um, I like any Saw. I'm a Saw whore. Then they did Saw, wrote Saw. Oh, no. Uh, what's the Chris Rock? Spiral. 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 Yeah, which people hated. I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. Like, I, it wasn't Saw. It's but my least favorite fine. Saw film. I hate it. It's fine. Um, it's there. And then they did Saw X, which everybody seems to love. High hopes for this. I like Socks. Socks was good. I like Socks. I I I don't know if I people comparing it to the first one. I don't know if I compared to the first one. Just that shock Saw value. Socks is like in my top four. I think of Saw films. It's got to be up there. Solid. I'd, I'd have to do a total rewatch of them all to but get a list. They're not. But. Weirdly, they're not writing the next one. So I wonder if it's because they are busy with the film people really want. It's already row two. Uh, <laughs> so apparently, starring um, Maggie, hopefully. I don't think Maggie's coming. I don't think she's acting. So that actress, I thought she did good in this movie. Like, I don't think she's done too many acting roles, but I saw her randomly, like, on one of those, um, like, restaurants. You know, the guy, was it Robert Irving or whatever? Like, he goes to the restaurants and help them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I think she's part of some big pizza chain family brand. So I think she's getting a lot of money from that. Yes, she, I do remember seeing that in her wiki. Is it DiMaggio family, <laughs> some, or something. Yeah, like that? So, her father owned it or something, and or started it. I think. Yeah. But basically, if Maggie's not in it, we don't want it. I want Maggie back. <laughs> Maggie stands rise. Ma- but yeah, I guess um, like our lead girl played by Brianna Avigan. I can never say her name. And Rummer Willis, the two other survivors, they want them back. So, I mean, Ooh. they're not doing that much. No shade. So I don't see why it wouldn't happen. But it, that would be hard, like, just considering like, their roles for a sequel. Y- y- yeah. I mean, the a- the actors themselves, too, or it's now what, uh, 15 years later. So that's got to be right. tough on them. Like, what what exactly would the role be? I mean, like they could de-age them and ship. I don't think they'd go that route. No, that, that'd be kind of silly. They got money for that. Yeah. But, oh, well, I guess we do kind of end on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I don't know. Because why would they be involved in a sorority, you know? They'd have to come back, just like Sydney and Gail Weathers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. What's what's Brianna Evigan's character name? She's our final girl. (laughs) Cassidy, Cassidy, I believe. Yes, Cassidy, I believe. 
So I'm just going to come out and say I, I love this movie. I thought this was fantastic. I'm surprised. This had this had sex appeal. Oh god. This had had uh There's tits. There's tits. And I mean this had the uh, killer running around. This had this is the whole pa- it had bitchy girls. I think the deaths most of them go off actually. Some good There's deaths. Some good death. I dare say Jessica might be my favorite oh my god. one of my favorite bitchy girls. Matt, this is why you're one of my favorite people, <laughs> because you also stand Jessica. I Everybody love loves Jessica. Jessica. See, I feel like they need to retcon her death. Why do we want a sorority, too, without Jessica? Yeah, there's nothing that's going to top Chugs Jessica. Bring Chugs back, too, while you're at it. I oh, love, my God. I love Chugs. She died. This, did she not die way too soon? She was so Chugs was great. I don't even know her real name, but Chugs is awesome. That's just what she is, Chugs. <laughs> yeah. no, okay, so... What I thought this movie did really well was made me care about all of these girls. Like, you get enough um, time. Like, I care. Besides Ellie. I mean, I wouldn't say they're likable, though. No, but, like, when they die. I'm entertained like, by yeah. them. Yeah, like, I'm I'm, I'm interested in that. I want to know where they're, what's going. Like, Chugs lives an interesting life, and I would have just loved to been there, like, like a little fly in that wall to see what she would have been up to. She's relevant as fuck. I've been seeing the gif lately, randomly, mm-hmm. like on Twitter and stuff, of her like toasting herself in her psychiatrist's um, oh, bathroom. Yeah, and she's like, "Cheers, slut!" and takes a swig of the drink <laughs> she just took off of his counter. Icon. Chugs is great. Bring back Chugs and Jessica. I don't even care about the other two that survived. <laughs> bring back all the dead ones. Oh, you can't bring back. So, were you expecting Carrie Fisher? <laughs> No, that too. Star Wars. That was my that was my other bullet point. It's got Star Wars too. Yeah, like, <laughs> Princess Le- badass Princess Leia here. Like what the hell? This movie had it all. Yeah, I feel like this one like even me, like when I, I saw this in theaters, of course. And mm-hmm. I remember I'm like, it's okay. But as time gone on, like I I enjoy it more and more. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's definitely I have problems with it. Like I feel like maybe sometimes it is a bit too dumb. Um, a little outrageous. But, but I love that. But it's just like Bitchy characters, you know, you get some little cat fighting and, you know, gruesome deaths. Mm-hmm. And it's a great time. And I love it like that. It's not like super serious. You can like have it on and like just do your own thing. But like know what's like what's going to go on. What's what's going to be happening. Right. It's definitely a turn your brain off. Kind yeah. Of movie, but like there's some really funny lines. Oh, movie. yeah. And like it's got a decent plot twist too to it. You didn't like the killer reveal? I don't like the killer reveal. Oh, see, I was I was shook. I was like, wow. I was like, of course it's you. Like, Oh, you th- knew? There's not enough characters. Well, I mean, there's a lot of characters, but it's like, I don't know. We'll get into yeah. it. But what I do love, though, is this opening, quote unquote, one-er shot. I think this opening scene goes off. Because we were going through this party, like, and we get introduced to all the characters. I thought this was really well done. Like, I, I can, like, you know, I, I can see where the edits are, but it's yeah. fine. Like, <laughs> this party also looks like a friggin' rager. It looks awesome. And I also have to assume that this is a movie party. Like, yeah. Right. It's, I mean, you went to college. Did it ever go off? I like mean, this. I, I'll was t- there a trampoline? With girls with their asses out. I know you wish there were. And there was no trampoline. I only ever went to one house party, and it was actually like pretty jamming. Granted, it wasn't like jamming like this by any means, but it was. Was there random dance breaks? They had by a, the star of Step Up Two. 
This is the girl from Step Up too. Yeah, I thought so. Because I, I, I'm sorry. Like I'm not a Step Up guy. Yeah. But that final dance battle in the rain, even though I hate him, the Timberland stand song goes off. Like she's got the moves. Yeah. So I see why they kind of threw her a little dance bone here. They did. So at the house party I went to, they did have us dancing in the basement. And that's like, that was it though. It wasn't like nearly at this many people but it was fun i'm sure if i went to like a real college like a big like a big big school mm-hmm. something like this but probably like, was I'm going down about the cleanup yeah it sounds How horrible would this even be allowed yeah this is that i'm sure there's a lot less feathers make the pledges clean it that would be smart that that's what you should do you want to mm-hmm. be part of this fraternity you're mm-hmm. cleaning here this you, fucking place yeah you fucking freshman get over here eat the feathers i do like when we Going to Carrie. Carrie Fisher has her own like kitchen. Huge ass kitchen herself. She's like having her tea. You know, <laughs> this would be me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Just minding her own business. But it's fun. It's that's good casting. Like that. That's fun casting. Yeah. Whoever thought to bring Carrie Fisher on board? Like, Bravo. Oh, I forgot. Somebody posted on. It was probably Twitter. I'm on Twitter way too much nowadays. Um, like. It would have been so fun, like, you know, her cameo in Scream 3, had she been, like, actually more of a character and maybe had, like, a chase scene with Ghostface in that basement or something. Ooh. That would have been. That's y- fine. You know who I always confuse Cassidy with? And I feel like that the main girl. She's got such a husky voice, too. Do you find that a turn on or a turn off? Oh, I didn't. No, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. But she, she always reminds me of Rashida Jones. And, like, for oh. the... I see it. Like for the longest time in Step Up Two, like I was convinced. Oh yeah, Rashida Jones is in Step Up Two. Yeah, I kind of didn't like her character though. Karen, or no, not the Office. It was was, uh, Parks Parks and Rec, Rec, right? Oh yeah, she was the nurse in Parks and Rec. Like I like her. Yeah, didn't like the character. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sad she left. But (laughs) But I'm I'm glad you could kind of see the resemblance too. No, I totally see that. So we meet all our girls. Um, Right off the bat, Jessica has a great line. Multicultural. Yes. <laughs> right. This movie, let's just say, like some of these jokes and lines have not aged well, but it's 2009 it, thing it's of the time. Yeah. Period, you know? Like, it's still funny. It's funny. Like immediately after she said that, I thought like, oh, maybe that's why Steve's my friend. Keeps him multicultural. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> I love diversity. Steve, how many Latino friends do you have besides me and Bryant? Well, I don't have a lot of friends in general, <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it helps anything. Yeah, but we have Jessica played by Leah Pipes. I really don't know too much of what else she's done, but I feel like she should be an A-lister just based on this movie because she is great. She's perfect as the Bixie girl. She's so good. Jamie Chung, I think the multicultural girl, <laughs> she plays Claire, I believe. Yes. I know we discussed it in our Urban Legends Final Cut episode, which had Jacinda Barrett from The Real World. Um, but I would say Jamie Chung is probably the most successful castmate to come from that reality show because mm-hmm. she gets work. Um, I think she might have been in, um, what's the one thing you like, Pokemon? Uh, what's the one they made a really bad movie about with um, the director of Final Destination, James Wong? Uh, James Wong. Spike was in it from Buffy, a green guy. Oh, Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball Evolution? Z. I think she was in that. I oh, no like way. That would be around this time, 2009. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Maybe she, she wasn't Bulma, I don't think, because Bulma was Emmy Rossum. 
There must have been another female character. I feel like we could probably cover that movie. That's pretty horrorous. It's pretty horrific from what I've seen. (laughs) And then we also have Rummer Willis, who is a Nepto baby. She is the daughter of Queen Demi Moore, and her father is Bruce Willis. Jeez. So we know how she got this role. Kind of a legacy to follow. So now, which one is she? Which which one she, is she plays? She's the one who cries throughout the entire Allie. fucking movie. Yes. <sighs> I could, like, could. Sometimes I was entertained by her, and sometimes I wanted her dead. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the most 2009 thing in this movie is Audrina Patridge. Do you know this person? She plays no. the one who pretends she's Rufy, Megan. and then she gets the tire iron. Yes. What's her name? Megan. Megan. I believe. She's okay. Audrina Patridge, she was from the real speaking of reality shows from Laguna Beach on MTV, and then there was the spin off The Hills, uh, very famous shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's obviously why she's in this movie. And luckily, the small role because just based on the little screen time she has, she's not bringing it like these other <laughs> legit actresses. <laughs> like, even her death scene later, when they have the like extreme close ups on her eyes, I'm like, you're not selling it, girl. I don't. <laughs> But this prank, this, this is aggressive, this over is the top, a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit too ridiculous but for me. I all oh, when I when I started this, I knew this whole film was gonna be ridiculous. So I was like on the ridiculous train watching this. I was like, okay, we're going, we're going there. All right, we're going there. Like they are committed to this very elaborate prank that goes badly. Also, it was kind of weird, like. How willing the guy was to give her a drug to make her get in the yeah, mood. Fuck, just the fact the whole date rape thing. Yeah. Weird. Like the willingness of the guy and he's just still going at her while she's like not moving. It's a little weird. It's yeah. kind of fun though when they're like in the car and like trying to act, you know. And we mm-hmm. see- There's some smiles. They're yeah. like laughing they keep, because they don't want to give it away because... What did he cheated on Megan? I think Garrick cheated on Megan. So now Megan, they're making it seem like Megan took him back, but they want to play a prank on him to make him think that he accidentally killed Megan, I guess. I don't know. It's very convoluted to me. Like we just, we just needed a good old simple. I know what you did last summer, hit him with the car or even like the original. So in the original, I think the girls accidentally killed a house mother somehow uh-huh. um not fisher <laughs> well i'm sure it happens pretty quickly in the in the original as well yeah so they end up like dragging her out on the ground her cell phone is uh like recording the whole thing and jessica's got another great line like about her body floating and she's like oh i wonder if like those implants will float too. She flips her off. <laughs> she's such a con. I love her. And then, like they said earlier too, when they were watching them in the bedroom, she's like, "Well, you don't grow two bra sizes over summer." They're so mean to each other. It's great. <laughs> so is this movie okay? So what mo- what do you like better? I think I already know the answer. Yeah. Sorority Row or 2006's Black Christmas? Oh, it's got to be Sorority Row. It's got to be Sorority Row. I love. Like, I think what this movie has over that is that my big problem with that, if you remember, was we kept doing those fucking flashbacks. I wanted more time yeah. with the girls, and here we get that. Oh yeah. So, although I will say one thing I do like about Black Christmas better is the like the vibe, the look of the movie. I don't really like the cinematography in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost like they're going with this like handheld, gritty. 
mm-hmm. style. It doesn't really work it's, for me. It's got like a blue filterish on it too. Like everything. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of ugly. Yeah. But Garrett's kind of still a psycho in his own right. This is crazy because they set this up, him stabbing her because there's something about the body won't flow or something. Uh-huh. But it's like, dude, chill. Yeah. He So he yeah takes the tire iron, just stabs her in her lungs or her chest. She bleeds out, dies. She's unvery, um, unconvincingly dies. <laughs> and then that's when Garrett realizes, oh shit, she wasn't, she wasn't actually dead. And they kind of like come clean about it a little bit. But it's a little late at this point. It's like even at one point though, they're like to Jessica, like, how far are we gonna take? Like, how, how much further do you want this to go? Yeah, they could have called it you know any what I time. Liked almost is like if she was one of the bad guys and like she did this intentionally. Like she wanted that to happen. I don't know. That would have like, been good. Could you imagine Jessica giving a killer monologue? Iconic. That would have been great. More Jessica time. Better than these fucking guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they're going to dump the body down this mine shaft that's there. But Cassidy also wants to like get a hold of the cops. So she like kind of goes off and is like trying to see if she can get some sort of help. But by the time she gets back, all the girls have now turned on her. It's hard. It's kind of hard to get find them likable with this for me because they the way they turn on her mm-hmm. it's like oof, and because they pretty much say like if you don't follow us we're gonna blame it on you because mm-hmm. it's a her ja- is it her jacket that's her, wrapped around yeah. the body. But also it's like why would they just not? I know, uh, Chugs is the sister of Garrett, right? But if they were gonna turn on anyone, you think they'd act? They turn on Garrett. And just be like, you did this. But I know Chuck stops him briefly, but that'd make the most sense rather than I mean, poor yeah, Cassidy. Granted, without that, we don't have a, really a movie. Cassidy goes to the cops and it's all over. Poor Cassidy. I wouldn't do that to you. Okay. Chugs being I- iconic as she always is. So like making out with this guy. Who's presumably a freshman. Sure. <laughs> like in. He's like, you taste like vomit. She's like, yeah, I threw up, but I just took a mint, so it's fine. And he's like, no, I'm out. She's like, all right, get the fuck out of here. Legendary uh, Chugs. Love you, Chugs. Uh, this is so fucking ridiculous when Ellie freaks out because she thinks she sees Megan because it's her sister. When her, Megan and her sister look nothing alike. I'm sorry. They don't even look like the same nationality. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my God. It's definitely her. But they set this movie up like pretty well for certain things, like Jessica's saying in her speech, like, "Oh, we have like part of our house being set up for renovation, so you know, like set up, yeah, you you know something's gonna happen in there later. You know, it's like unfinished. It's probably dark, a little scary in there." Listen, the writers of Saw X don't fuck around, and they wrote the speaking of remakes, the remake of Piranha, oh. which is a lot of fun. Um, something tells me you would enjoy that movie. We'll just say that. Titty, titty, titties Ooh. everywhere. Uh, Fun fact, keeping just on like the fish aspect, I found my uh, Lake George, no, Lake Placid, my Lake Placid DVD. Oh, we, we need to cover that. Oh, I, I'll grab it. <laughs> it's I was, I was, such a weird little movie. I was going through my attic and my parents' attic and I found it up there along with like a couple other random movies that were this not horror movies. This is an exciting year for us. Okay. We got we have, Twilight, Lake Placid, Lake Placid, and there was another one too. I was excited about. We have our next episode, which is pretty exciting. We'll get, yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I don't know. I was surprised when I heard you say this 
you love this movie, so. <laughs> oh yeah, this this. What did you think I was gonna think of this movie? Because here, here's my thing. Like, I, I like Jennifer's body because, like, the cattiness in there, like, in the one-liners, and that was great. And I said like, it was, like, Mean you Girls. like a bitch. I do, yeah. They're all inside now. They're all about to, like, get set up for the party, and Chugs has got to go see her therapist to get more oxys, which is not something you would normally go see a therapist for. I mean, this guy is not very professional no like he, she walks in he's already handcuffed to the bed he um, sleeps with all the people he therapizes he, that's not a word he, he all of his patients all of it, there we go all he but here's what i thought i thought this guy was kind of a sneak i thought maybe he just locked himself up like that and was like didn't actually have a patient before chugs like he's just like hey i'm like this why don't you just oh, come over because this guy's a sleazeball Nice apartment, though. Beautiful apartment. Well, that's what you get it's when you gorgeous. get you got all these patients. But yeah, he pretty much bribes her with free narcotics, basically. Right? Yes. But she's like, "All right, I'm chugs. Like, I like I'll some do it. narcotics. <laughs> this is like a chugs thing to you do. Know, you're totally supposed to drink and have these meds, right? <laughs> you know what I think is cute. I think apparently, like in the UK, they'll call them like tablets. Like, oh, you're having your tablets. Like, oh. <laughs> That's adorable. It makes it sound less aggressive. Yes. But he gets this, um, as Jessica calls it later, this pimped out tire and iron. He gets it thrown which to is his head. Which is pretty aggressive. It's like a... Like, this it, guy's it, been practicing because he throws this thing constantly throughout this movie. It's like a freaking ninja star he throws it, but it's this huge tire iron. It's not like a little ninja star. It's a pretty cool original weapon. The way it spins, too. Yeah, cause, and it's multi-tool because you have, like, four different things on it. So you get four different weapons on it. This guy's this guy's thought of something. Oh, yo, Halloween costume 2024 with the remake. If, if you wore this and somebody was like, "Oh, you're sorority row guy," like, you know, they're a cool. You know, yeah. Okay, but speaking of cool, is maybe one of the best deaths of all time. Wow, I know, said, I know you were shocked when I said that with "Hello, Mary Lou" prom night too. But Chugs's Chugs's death is fucking great. That's pretty bold. It is a good And death. it's inspired other ones. Like other movies have either homaged or ripped off this. Like Freaky mm-hmm. from a couple years ago had a bottle kill. Because he fucking shoves this bottle down Chugs' throat, shoves it down even farther, and then stabs her through the throat. This is good. It's very good. And it shows you like this guy is just not he's not all about just his tire iron too. Like he can he's versatile. He works with right. what he's got. And I think all the girls in this movie at least die from mouth trauma. I know, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like symbolism of like, you know, these hoes never shut the fuck off or, you know, obviously there's like a sexual element maybe. No, I think you had it. You hit the nail on the head with the first one because they just keep, they open their mouth. The whole, we find out the motive later is that the, none of them. None can, of them except for our final girl, right? Has yeah. Kept their mouth shut. Everyone has blabbed to someone about what they all the did. Chatty Cathy's. Yeah. These, these hoes. <laughs> Ali even told one of their boyfriends like why like yeah. <laughs> just like have a fucking news bowl <laughs> but i do kind of like this scene with jessica she's like at she's having dinner with like her uh boyfriend's man because we kind of see her like out of her element almost like you know she's so used to being like up here superior to everybody and you here know, she's she, like she's on the bottom he's like basically like you're nothing really you mm-hmm. know character development so that 
they end up getting a text message from Chugs, right? Saying like, I'm, oh, don't worry. Like I'll, I'm going to be late to the party. Oh no. She texts her therapist before she texts them before she gets killed. I'm going to be late. Got to like, I got to work extra hard. Oh, I'm taking a flight to LA. Um, (laughs) Classic Sandra. If you get it, you get it. Um, so the, so yeah, okay, but also like as much as I love that doc, mm-hmm. I think it should be considered iconic. Like, I do feel like the movie's missing a little something after her death. Like, I wanted more. I wanted more Chugs fun. And then we have this scene. I'm pretty sure this was like a reshoot because they needed they wanted an extra death. Oh, it's kind of random, right? The shower scene. You're like, I don't care. I I, I was happy to be in the shower room. No, but yeah, again, yeah, no, I I. I agree with that. It's like out of nowhere. Like, why is this girl just randomly opening up another girl's shower? Yeah, I just I do find this movie a little fascinating because this movie was directed by a gay man and it was written by two straight men. And (laughs) I don't know, just because I feel like this movie is very like this is after the scream craze, like slashers weren't coming out. And this has like that kind of vibe, right? Scream. I know. Oh, yeah. Summer. So who done it? Um, but you yeah. didn't really get titties in those movies. They were very kind of chased in that way. And here they're like, oh, here's titties. So in a way, this movie's like kind of like a mashup of uh, 90s and 80s slashers, I guess. So that's fun. I guess <laughs> for the straight. It was great. Did she have perfect tits, though? Like she claimed. Mm. I didn't think so. I thought they were nice. Yeah, they're great. Not, yeah. Like if you're going to perfect. That, yeah. You're gonna, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this feels like I don't mind it. I think the death's pretty cool. Like he's like stabs her up through the neck and then you see it through her mouth. Of course, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. But yeah, it does feel like, oh, OK, yeah, this was a reshoot <laughs> because like the, he, the killer just happened to be there and overhear her hearing their conversation. Right. You yep. know what I mean, but it's fine. It's dumb fun. <laughs> it's fine. It gives us another death and we get boobies. I did feel bad for no name girl, though. She was just an innocent bystander in the whole thing. We just happened over here. Thank you, random girl. <laughs> who looks so much like Amy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It distracts me. And then what happens? Like Ellie's in the basement for some reason. Yeah, she, she finds the the coat, the jacket. This basement is like in the depths of hell. Like it's such a creepy basement. Yeah, I wouldn't be going down there by myself, especially Never. with all this stuff. Well, I don't. Well, they've been. They kind of know something's up because they've been getting these messages, right? Yeah, they start like, getting text messages. They got like a picture of the tire iron, I think, but they just chalk it. Chalk because Chugs is still there, I think. And I think she she chalks it up to Garrett just being crazy and developing a weird sense of humor. Because at some point, apparently, he lost his way. Whatever that. Whatever that sure. means. Oh, and I also forgot to mention, so final girl, Cassidy, uh, step up to girl, her boyfriend, because he's very blah character Mm -hmm. until maybe he's not. Um, (laughs) But he's played by Julianne Moore, so I do like, like, he is from, he was in the slasher movie called Cry Wolf. I think that was, like, 2006, like a PG-13 slasher. It's okay. Maybe we'll cover that someday. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was also in this movie called donkey punch which is actually about a donkey punch um if you know it you know it or if you want to go on the urban dictionary um i'm a little scared to now it's crazy to me that there's actually a movie called donkey punch and it's about a donkey punch gone wrong um where's donkey punch 2 
punch harder. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> Legacy sequel. Sounds like something like when you'd be looking for Donkey Kong, but accidentally stumble upon something else. Punches? No. Okay. I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. That's like, no, I've done that plenty of times. I just didn't know what it was called. It's like, oh, that's what it's called. Oh, I didn't know it had a name. <laughs> Do you want us to cover Donkey Punch? Let us know. <laughs> okay. And then there's this, who's this douchebag? Claire's, Claire's boyfriend. Claire's now ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. But what? this was weird to me because he like goes, he's pissed off. So he hits and he's horny. So he hits on Ellie. He hits on Ellie, but then he tries to proposition these two younger girls who want to get into the party to show tits. But then he sees that Ellie's watching and he's like, "No, no, don't don't tell Claire." I'm like, "Dude, you just hit on her." Like, here's this is dumb. Here, here's also what I don't get about the whole thing like Claire, like he said earlier, Claire in the hot this is I guess before a lot of this went down. A lot of other shenanigans, but in the hot tub, Claire was all about him and like doing it with him in the hot tub and filling it with bubbles so no one would see. And now they're on the dance floor, and Claire's like, she "Get the fuck the off right me!" She has the right to say no. Oh, she definitely does. She wanted it in the hot tub, but, but I can see why he would be confused. Maybe not breakup level, and he's all an right, asshole. Justice for this guy with no, a pop collar. I, I don't know if I need justice. Did you ever pop your collar? I'm, I feel like. I did that in like 2007 and then I cut it out. I think I did it like I think I'll do it sometimes when I'm putting on my shirt like on accident just because that's not how in it, public. Not in public. Never. No, but this this guy's still a douchebag about the whole thing because she's he's like, I could I could catch it from any girl here. It's like that's not that's something. a bad thing to say. Yeah. To your girlfriend. Yeah. Come on. Claire didn't deserve that. Claire, I'd be nice to you. OK, so yeah, Claire's. Okay, because like here she has like a little bonding moment with our final girl Mm -hmm. where she like is like, I'm sorry, basically. So, you know, that's nice. We're happy for you, Cassidy and Claire. And then douchebag gets killed. I think this is a really good death, too. That this freaked me out. Was he in the dumbwaiter? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, we stand a dumbwaiter. Halloween H2O. Because he thinks he's going to get out. He thinks he's going to like. Go down the dumbwaiter. He's so cool, though, because he's, like, upside down, mm-hmm. and then, he, like, the killer puts the knife through the wall, and it's, like, slowly going through his neck. The way just, the way it's curved, the way it slowly goes in, that was really good, really good shot, this really good death. Had some good deaths. Yeah. And, of course, the whole time he's fighting with him, he's in the, like, the renovated, the part that's being renovated of the house, and he's screaming out, so people think, oh, he's just drunk. Which is pretty plausible. Classic Mickey. Classic Mickey. Okay, but there is, like, you kind of can pick up that there's something going on with Justin, her boyfriend. You can kind of tell that she he, that she told him, he right? Seems like it's a, sus, yeah. A very sus couple. Yeah, and we've learned from her interaction earlier with his father that, like, he's got a pretty powerful family, it seems like. This actress is so good. Okay, and I forgot to tell say this, but like if you watch her performance during the scene when they accidentally kill Audrina Patrick from the Hills, and she's like trying to convince them to go along with her plan, mm-hmm. like you could see literally see the wheel spinning, the word she's using to manipulate them. Oscar worthy. This actress didn't have to go so hard. Did she get any awards? Best supporting? No. Nothing? No, she at least could have gotten like a Saturn award. <laughs> um, where is she now? I need to find out. She needs to, she needs to be getting more. We, next convention. She's at, we got to go to, I think Rummer Willis auditioned originally for that role. No. Who is that? Uh, 
the Napto baby, uh, Ellie. Oh, God, no. Yeah, I think she even admitted it was like, yeah, no. <laughs> so <laughs> at least she's self-aware. She's like, yeah, that's not right for me. That's not for me. I can't believe her. So her stepdad is Ashton Kutcher. So weird. Um, <laughs> Ooh. He's problematic now, too. I don't want to get into Ashton Kutcher right now. Like, fuck off. If you look back at some of those punked episodes, like, some of them are iconic. But yeah. But, like, eesh. Um, some of them still pretty bad. Oh. Yeah. So now I think the girls have gotten a... V- the video that was being taken uh, from Megan's cell phone. So everyone's like, now how the hell did, how, who who has a hold of the cell phone? And at this point, I think they're all pretty dead set on thinking that it's Garrett. Do they say something like he's been in a psychiatric facility? I think but so. He's no longer. Yeah. Or he like, he broke out or got out or something. All right. So I think we, May have missed kind of like a time jump too, from when they kill her till now. I don't know if it's a year later or something, but it seems it's like, like something random, like eight months. Yeah, so it's like the end of the school year, and they're throwing their the the last parties uh, tonight, and it just seems like the whole time Cassidy was just gonna show up and like trying to bounce really quickly or really early. But obviously, she wants no part of this. Yeah, the girls, right? Yeah, because I think even when they first uh, when Cassidy first makes an appearance after the time jump. Uh, Jessica makes a comment like, "Oh, there's the boy that took our like our Cassidy away," but mm-hmm. I, and but like in reality, she just doesn't want to be there, obviously. But now she's kind of stuck in with everything that's going on the entire night, and the girls decide that they're gonna drive out to where they left Megan's body. So they think there's potential she's still alive. Yeah, now they're thinking, "Oh, Megan's still alive." So. Cassidy's original plan, I think, was to go back with her boyfriend to his parents and spend time there. But she tells him, no, go without me. I have some shit to do. I'll catch up with you. And apparently they can pin locations, which I didn't know was a thing. (laughs) This makes me laugh when they show this like app that probably didn't exist because in 2009, because I don't think you can really exist now. Like you can share a location, but like. I don't think I can pin your location. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I could be like, we're Steve Testa. That's a dumb thing in this very dumb movie. It's a very <laughs> dumb but entertaining film. But yeah, as they're trying to drive off, they run into Maggie, who we stand, bring her back. And this is this great. Is one of my favorite lines in the movie where she's like, she says something to Jessica. Jessica's all pissed off. And she's like, I'll deal with you later. And she goes, why don't you deal with that hair? Because it looks like shit. And this has Jessica <laughs> shook. Like, who cares about this whole, like, you know, maybe the girl we killed still alive murdering everybody? Mm-hmm. Like, this is the real offense. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. This is why I'm I'm here for the, the shade that's being thrown around. And I love that Jessica gets outbitched here. And it's great. But Maggie's, like, in every right because she's, I think she knows, like, her sister always hated Jessica anyways. Right. So it's like, she's giving it to her from the grave but we catch up with garrett who looks garrett doing looks totally normal not unhinged at all except his wrists are slit i love that jessica just runs him over (laughs) and then she runs him over again queen and then everyone's shook and she's like well what do you want me to do wait for him until he charged you which i mean is a valid point so you didn't did you think it was garrett at all or do you know it was just like they were making it too obvious that it wouldn't be Garrett? 
I kept forgetting about him, to be honest. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> maybe he should have been like a real character. Like, I don't think I don't think this movie is a very good whodunit. Yeah. At all. Like, I I feel like it had to be. What's his name? Andy Julian Morris, her boyfriend. Yeah. Final girl's boyfriend. There's just I mean, there's a lot of characters in this movie, kind of. But mm-hmm. like they don't try to put any they don't try to make any of the girl suspects. You know what I mean? Really? Like, you would think maybe there could have been, like, a little bit, like, oh, are you involved? Yeah. Like, that maybe that would have been better for me. They should have turned on each other more. Yeah. This movie doesn't work for me as a whodunit, but it's fine because bitchy girls. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you have the bitchy girls and you have, like, the slasher element. The whodunit is just, like, a little icing on top. It's there. I do think it's fun, like, you know, that Casty has to, like, go down the mine shaft, you know to see if the body's there and then like she almost gets like stabbed with glass and they realize the body's not there but there's some like writing on the wall like theta pi must die or something like mm-hmm. that so which the plot thickens so now at this point they're totally on board with the idea that it's megan doing all this and running around as a killer which is a far stretch seem likely not not very logical considering they were there witnessing her death but Jessica going back to the house only to find Maggie in her bed. I thought that was brilliant. Well, first, don't forget about Claire getting killed. Claire, in her, Claire in her hot tub. Chekhov's bubbles that they set up earlier. Which Mickey warned her about. I don't, okay. Also, I feel like. This movie, too, is lacking a chase scene. Like, Claire could have gotten, like, a nice chase scene here through the bubbles. Ooh. You know? So that she kind of just gets dragged off. I do like the fact that when they all run out there, um, Cassidy grabs, like, this, like, cane, mm-hmm. which was actually the killer's weapon in the original film. So that was a, oh. that was a cute callback. And I also think the college might be called ransom ransom or something like that which was the director of the original film okay there's little easter eggs you know not forced is what you're saying not forced like some films (laughs) like some some remakes (laughs) or i guess yeah not a remake some sequels yeah but she finds our girl maggie and i love maggie she's just like yeah i fucked your boyfriend (laughs) and there's like a little cat fight but then Maggie reveals, too, that, like, oh, I know you slept with Megan's boyfriend behind her back, which is not very cool of Jessica. I mean, she's a bitch. Yeah, so it's true to her character, at least. But we get Carrie Fisher back. I love that she just clocks Jessica in the face. <laughs> and she's like, it's me. She's like, yeah, I know. You had that coming. <laughs> Badass Mrs. Crenshaw. But then Mrs. Crenshaw kind of baits them unknowingly. She's like, I know what you did. She's like, and they're they all start confessing about Megan. Oh, that's hilarious. And she's like, no, I know what you did in my house. Then <laughs> of course now, like Maggie's like, oh, my sister. There's a chance my sister's still alive. And then, then I think, because Mrs. Crenshaw, like she goes down there with her gun, with her shotgun. I love seeing Carrie Fisher with the shotgun. And then we hear like they hear a shot, and she's like, and Jessica's like, oh, maybe they got her. And Maggie's like. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> the kind of a showdown with Carrie Fisher with her shotgun and the killer. It's Which is fun. fantastic. Love, love seeing it. 
Carrie Fisher like, you being think a I'm badass. scared of you. I run a house with 50 crazy bitches. <laughs> but she dies. And she just kind of gets crushed by a table, which, I don't know, to me was a little unsatisfying. I, know, her, I feel like they gave her a classy death. It was classy. Sue Snell. It was it, better than Sue Snell. I do like Carrie's like last plea, like, like stay away from my girls or something like that. Like even like in her last moment, she still cares about them. A better role than Last Jedi. I said what I said. No, just kidding. Than her flying through space. <laughs> People hated that. Right? It was yeah. It was whatever. I enjoy this Carrie Fisher death scene. I guess in the last the Star Wars one though, they really like kind of had to rush that and do a lot of post. <laughs> R.I.P. Okay, so what even what's even going on here? Like this is all a hot mess. So they they run into Jessica's boyfriend. They think he's the killer, right? And that he looks the, very killer. The filmmakers want us to think that he's the killer. I could believe him as the killer. I thought he was the killer. The way he was going on at this at point. At least he's not the killer because that would have been oh, too easy for me. Mm-hmm. Like he's not even a part of this. He's just like. I don't know. He's just like unhinged at this yeah. point. Yeah. Well, it seems like I think his intentions were genuine. He's like, yeah, I was about to fuck Maggie. But then also like I needed to put some clothes on. So I just had this rope. But again, this is another person that knows about all this who everybody knows who they were supposed to not tell. The cops probably know. <laughs> they don't even care. Okay, this is fucking hilarious, though. They're like running around. Right. And they like lock themselves into one room. And they like peel a shower curtain back, and it's Megan's body. And we hear this obviously ADR post production line where Jessica's like, "Oh, she looks terrible." <laughs> Iconic. I do like is there's this whole back and forth with uh, Cassidy and Jessica. It's like, uh, do they trust each other? Do they not trust each other? Mm-hmm. But no, it's Andy that kills. Listen, they're sisters, Matt. They'll it's always be sister. It's Andy that kills. Uh, Jessica's boyfriend with an axe to the head. I thought it was Jessica. I thought Jessica killed him. No, Andy ends up killing him because you, because he comes out of nowhere and just whack with an axe. Because Cassidy thought he had left for his his parents because she put a pin in his thing and saw his thing drive off. So everyone thinks that he's now gone. But then he shows up out of nowhere saving Cassidy and unfortunately, killing our favorite I mean, girl, he's Jessica. He's kind of a nice guy because he cares about Cassidy. He's just trying to protect her, right? Like, yes, he doesn't want her to be with these people because they're bitches. They're bitches, essentially. And then poor Jessica dies. Though, you know, I laughed so loud when they he just panned, like he's talking to Cassidy and he just shows he Jessica just, in, in like the corner there with a thing in her mouth. Uh, Okay, like if she was in Scream Six, she would have survived. So can we pretend she <laughs> survived this? That that'll be the first uh, opening scene of the new film. It's her just like taking what, like taking it out and walking away. She's fine. <laughs> bring her back <laughs> and bring Chugs too. <laughs> and Chugs, Ellie, you can leave Ellie at home. Yeah, I don't really need more Ellie, honestly. They're crying. Yeah, Ellie was just so, like, oh, no, were, there's this one part, though. It's so funny. They're like, I don't know if they got like another message or something. And they're like, we cannot tell Ellie about this. And then we hear Ellie scream. And she goes, oh, too late. <laughs> Classic Ellie. <laughs> Even in this whole last act, like Ellie is like a small child, just like frozen. 
when like she's trying to anything. hide in the closet, it's hilarious though. <laughs> she's like, Oh yeah, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> See her legs. But here, there's there's a bunch of fire. I feel like this house wasn't burning down very fast. Um <laughs> It's very convenient. Yeah, there's for fire. The film. There's fire everywhere, and these actors are like very close in around this fire. Was this CGI fire? Or is this real I can fire? Tell. Like it looks like some of it's real and yeah. some of it's CGI. Because I'm just thinking, like, damn, that's got to be hot as fuck yeah, to be I mean, around some of this fire. To act with <laughs> fire in front of you, like even if you go to like here I go, like the Jaws ride. I remember when the there's like one part where there's like a little explosion and oh. some flames. Like you could feel it. That was way too hot. I hated that. Away than like in this movie. I, o- I always shielded my face at that part. It was so hot. Be a little bitch. Oh, I was. But yeah, there's a bunch of action. Cassidy gets some kind of badass fighting moments. We love to see it. And then, okay, speaking of CGI, but his dad. <laughs> Is so similar to speaking of Rummer Willis's mom, Demi Moore. Do you know Demi Moore? No. Oh my god. Oh, well, I, I know the name, but she's like she's in a lot of erotic thrillers from the nineties, so you know I stand. Okay. Yeah, so she she was G.I. Jane too, icon. Um her death is like the same death as his death in Charlie's Angels full throttle, iconic. Where she Whoa. like falls through the flames. This might look a little bit better, actually. Um <laughs> But you said you love this, like, um, this twist for Andy. Yeah, I didn't think it was Andy at all. I thought, like, okay, yeah, it kind of makes sense for Garrett. It's a little weird. But then when they killed him off, I was like, oh, I don't know who it's going to be now. Because she had the, what threw me off was the pin in the phone. Because, like, oh, he's, he left. Like, why would you have your cell phone go somewhere you're not going? Right. That would have been great. Giving us a monologue. I love them walking out. Slow mo badass and fire behind them, some badass song playing. I don't know what it is, but it's a bop. Good times. But we're not done yet. We have one last cliffhanger. Like this, this is like dumb, but like <laughs> I, I feel like this is like this is very like eighties, like the and then like this cliffhanger that. So it's like it's supposed to be Garrett. I think we're yeah right? they they, they the want wrist. they want us to think it's Garrett. Yeah, it's fine. It's just the whole th- we the didn't whole need it, but it's fine. The whole movie's outrageous. They're setting us up. Hopefully, it's about to pay off in uh, whenever the sequel comes off. More Garrett. Okay, I don't think anyone needs more Garrett. I want more Maggie and some Cassidy. Give us Maggie's. I mean, maybe one of them's like now the house mother of a sorority. I guess see him doing some yep. bull- dumb bullshit like that, but I don't know. It's just very interesting to me where they are going to go from here. But that is Sorority Row, one of Matt's favorite films of all time. It's up there. It's pretty It's pretty fucking good. It's fun. It's got comedy. It's got sex. And it's got horror. What more could you want? And it's got, I guess, a love story, kind of. It's a good, it's a good time. I wish, you know, maybe the script had a couple more passes, but... Um, <laughs> It's dumb fun, bitchy girls, some great performances, minus Audrina Patridge. It's a good time. Some of their lines, oh my God, watching it for the, fucking hilarious. Matt, why don't you just deal with your hair? Because it looks like (laughs) shit. (laughs) Uh, But that was a fun discussion. But what do we have next time? 
for our next episode. We have House on Haunted Hill from 1999. Another remake. Another keeping up with the remakes. What if we could? How, how many more we can do? Or do you, you want to end it on our? We we got a two streak now. That'll should be our second one. Should we throw right. in another remake? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. A we'll fog we'll, remake if we really want to torture ourselves. The fog Oof. remake. No, we'll cover the first one first. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a blast to talk about this iconic piece of cinema. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Horror Stands. We're also on TikTok at Horror Stands Podcast. You can give us a follow, a review, a five-star rating. It really helps us out. We appreciate you guys so, so much. Yes, thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in and listening. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, and we'll see you for the next one. Bye.